0: Let's begin now.
1: All right, let's do this. Monday night, we've only got an hour and a half, we got to get straight to business. Draft week. We were here Sunday. We were a little ecstatic about it. You just heard the drive with Carrington Harrison. Nate Taylor stopped by. We'll play his cuts a little bit later. And much more. Julio Sanchez, Dusty Likens with you tonight. As we we start this uh, long-awaited week. That is uh, great for 610 Sports Radio. It's great for Kansas City. It's great for people that live here. Great for people that come from out of town to come here to see this beautiful city. Looks like rain's only in the forecast for Friday, and it's like a 50% chance, so that's kind of nice. The stage is set more often uh, said than not, and uh, in more ways than one. So um, the draft is here. We're good to go. People are going to start flying into town, and don't forget the drafts and drafts Tuesday, April 25th. That is tomorrow. Starting at six thirty from the landing in Liberty, the roundtable discussion plus audience Q and A, MC'd by Nick Schwartz. who I'm told today, after listening to Cody and Gold, is going to try to outdo your boy, when it comes to uh, fine dressed. Good luck. I got a meeting with the barber on Wednesday morning at eight forty. Shout out to the uh, Courtney Brothers boys over there, um, my crew, uh, and then and then the the tux is ready to go, man. So Nick Schwartz challenge accepted, but he'll be the MC. There'll be a panel at Nate Taylor, Mitchell Schwartz, and other special guests. The event is free and is open to the public. Thursday night, we go live. Um, that's when it all happens. I don't know if I'll be able to fall asleep with clothes on on Thursday night. That excited for it. Nick, Bink, and Chris are going to be in studio covering the draft. They'll keep you locked in here on 610 Sports Radio. Bob and Josh are going to be live from Union Station. Cody and Gold, live from Boulevard Beer Hall, Rec Deck. It's open to the public. You can register to win in person uh, for a pair of Chiefs tickets. CDOT and Rob on live streams across social media channels. Myself, I'll be down there, red carpet, talking to dudes, trying to get information to load it up and send it in to Bink, Nick, and Chris. And then Nate Taylor and Pete Sweeney will be live at Arrowhead Stadium. So um, you're going to want to be locked in. And if your anticipation can't keep you uh, calm or enough, we can go watch the Royals game on Wednesday. I know, I know. They're not good. But you can grab some wings and beers with your boys from 610 Sports Radio starting at 2.30 at Jefferson's in North Kansas City, Wednesday, April 26th. Also at Jefferson's during the draft. Uh, That's your spot. Draw specials are $8.00. $8 Bud Light pitchers during the entire NFL draft. That's also valid at North Kansas City and Lenexa. If you wear your team's favorite NFL jersey, you receive a free order of fried pickles. That's also valid at both locations. So let's have some fun this week. This is one of those contradicting fastest, longest weeks of your lives. Because one of the most popular questions, Julio, that people ask me is, should I go? I'm from Kansas City. I love football. I love the Chiefs. Should I go? There's going to be so many people. My answer to you is yes. If you have the opportunity, you know the city more than anybody else. You know the ins and outs. Now I know it's all blocked off and everything's weird and my anxiety is high with the parking situation and all that kind of stuff. But the thing that you got to do, at least in my opinion, is I don't know how old you are. I don't know where the draft history is going to go, but I would assume it's not going to be back in Kansas City in quite some time. Again, I don't know the future. But I would say that if you have the opportunity to go, just go for like an hour if you want. Go see it. Take your pictures. Smile for your Instagram page. Take the Snapchat for somebody that lives in Texas or somebody that doesn't live in the state of Missouri or Kansas and you have access to do it. Go. Enjoy it. I mean, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the live shot of the city at night where like the stage is lit up, the screens are on, and then like the Kansas City skyline is there. Like that's where I saw it today. Like that's that's kind of how I knew it was, it was there. Like, you know, the holiday coming up or something like there's like a holiday coming up and you're, you're kind of not getting excited about it. And then all of a sudden your parents come home with groceries and you're like, ooh, Christmas is Thursday. They got the ham in the fridge. They got all the canned stuff to make the, the desserts. It's actually here. And the NFL draft is officially here in Kansas City. You going to go? Or are you staying away from the mess?
2: Uh, I, I'm thinking Friday, but now that it may or may not rain, just yeah. depends on the weather.
1: You think rain will kill it? Like on a Friday? Uh, Two rounds? I think so, yeah. Yeah.
2: It, it'll put a damper on it for sure.
1: Yeah. But Saturday they were calling for rain. Now there's no more rain. Six two zero, 0 Dirty Doves. That music hit just at the right time. No doubt about it. It's going to be a good day. It's Monday. 60 degrees. Loving life in Kansas City. And if you didn't think that it was going to happen today, if you didn't think that this was going to happen today, you were just naive, blinders on, and you never thought. But today was the first day of draft week. And this news breaks.
3: And the quarterback situation in San
0: Francisco. Oh, Laura, we have breaking news right now. Uh, Breaking news. Aaron Rodgers officially is being traded to the New York Jets. And it just came down moments ago in a trade involving six picks. Aaron Rodgers is going to the New York Jets. It's official. It is happening. Finally, after all this time, we've been waiting for this trade to happen. And now it is. And here are the details of the trade that just came down. The Jets are sending their first round pick this year. Their second round pick know, this year. Sorry. Well, hold on. Sorry. Big swaggoo, hold on. Their second sorry. round pick sorry. next year. It's a conditional pick. They get back. They get back. The Packers first round pick this year and a fifth round pick. But the trade is coming down. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. It is official. The two sides are in agreement right now. And essentially, here are the terms of the trade that I can give you exactly as it stands. The Jets, and again, this is in real time, so it's coming in. Aaron Rodgers, pick number 15 in the first round, a 2023 fifth-round pick, number 170. The Packers get pick number 13, a 2023 second-round pick, number 42, the Jets' first-round pick, first pick in the second round, a sixth round pick, number 207, a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a one if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this year. And so the trade that we've been waiting for finally has been agreed to. Aaron Rodgers is being sent to the Jets, and the Jets have a quarterback, and the Packers have extra draft capital and extra draft ammunition.
1: So you had to think, right, with the entire offseason that was upcoming, the Aaron Rodgers news the last three years has always been, what's he going to do? How's he going to, you know, whats is he going to retire? Is he going to be jeopardy? Is he going to do this? No one really knew. And now, now we officially, um, we have it. It's over. And coincidentally, maybe not, It comes on the Monday of the draft. Because why not? This is Aaron Rodgers 101. This is exactly what we thought we were going to get. And a lot of things break this open, right? This changes a lot of things for the outcome. Now, a lot of us, like myself, we're like, we're just waiting for the information to be official, waiting for the pen to dry or the ink to dry, the pen to be sat down and Aaron Rodgers to join the AFC, which is now loaded with quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, kind of, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. And it's interesting to see that Rodgers, on the Monday of the week of the draft, gets the announcement that he's going to the Jets. And what's crazy about this, because we talked about this oh so long ago, I say that, I mean, like, probably two weeks ago. How Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers basically are living the same life, or maybe they're just living in a simulation. Because Brett Favre played for the Jets when he was 39 years old in 2008, after 15 seasons with the Packers. And then you remember that situation, right? Like, they drafted Aaron Rodgers out of Cal, Favre was like, oh, this is BS. I'm not done. I got some stuff left in me. I'm not going away. I'm going to play. And he played for a couple of years and then was dealt to the Jets and then sent that nudie photo to the sideline reporter, got in trouble, went to Minnesota, had a couple years. It's true. He did it. You'd have to bring that up. Well, and Aaron Rodgers didn't really send any photos Didn't really do anything weird like that, but goes to a, you know, private retreat where he's locked up, no social media, no nothing. Just just stillness, quietness, being fed by, uh, I think there was like a slot in the door that someone would throw food in. Seriously. And then shops for healing crystals. Doesn't want to be the quarterback anymore. Clogging the way for Jordan Love, who we still don't know what he's going to be. And get this. Aaron Rodgers, at 39 years old, is in the same exact position. 15 years later, he's going to the Jets. And again, the Jets get the slew of picks. And if you missed it at the beginning, this was the report from Adam Schefter today that broke live on television, which clearly wasn't from Aaron Rodgers' phone because he said, lose my number a few months back. But this was the news that broke today that starts draft week that is in Kansas City, Missouri.
3: And the quarterback situation in San Francisco.
1: Oh,
0: Laura, we have breaking news right now. Uh, Breaking news. Aaron Rodgers officially is being traded to the New York Jets. And it just came down moments ago in a trade involving six picks. Aaron Rodgers is going to the New York Jets. It's official. It is happening. Finally, after all this time, we've been waiting for this trade to happen. And now it is. And here are the details of the trade that just came down. The Jets are sending their first round pick this year, their second round sorry. pick this year. Sorry. Well, hold on! Sorry. Big swaggoo, hold on.
4: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Their
0: second sorry. round pick next year, it's a conditional pick. They get back, they get back the Packers' first round pick this year and a fifth round pick, but the trade is coming down. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. It is official. The two sides are in agreement right now. And essentially, here are the terms of the trade that I can give you exactly as it stands. The Jets, and again, this is in real time, so it's coming in. Aaron Rodgers, pick number 15 in the first round, a 2023 fifth round pick, number 170. The Packers get pick number 13, a 2023 second round pick, number 42, the Jets' first round pick. First pick in the second round, a sixth round pick, number 207, a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a one if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this year. And so the trade that we've been waiting for finally has been agreed to. Aaron Rodgers is being sent to the Jets, and the Jets have a quarterback, and the Packers have extra draft capital and extra draft ammunition.
1: Receipts, receipts, receipts. We have one. We played it Sunday. We played it last week. We'll revisit it again and we'll explain why I'm bringing it up because finally we might get one of the matchups we've been pining for when it comes to NFL quarterbacks and MVPs.
3: You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views.
1: Juicy fruit. Wonder oh, they still do they still make that gum.
2: They do. Last five seconds in your mouth. Yeah, but it's delicious.
1: So I'm trying to figure out like if I when's the last time I've had a juicy fruit.
2: It's more of a Wrigley's guy.
1: Yeah. What was the uh, double your pleasure, double your spearmint gum? That's right. I like that. Did it,
2: did it double your pleasure?
1: Did. Because that gum lingered, right? Like that was that was good gum.
2: Think that's about the same par as juicy fruit and whatnot. I don't so? think it was any better. No.
1: You know what I really hated was big red. What? Yeah, not a fan. There you. Not a fan a of cinnamon? A, not really, honestly. Peppermint, yes, because like my biggest insecurity is my breath. Because there's not a worse deal breaker than like someone coming up to you and they just got that hot stank, and it's like, hey, and you're like, oh my god.
2: I mean, if we're talking like fireball, yeah, that's awful.
1: Oh, terrible. Anything that's cinnamon's awful. terrible. Like people that used to do the cinnamon challenge where they take like a, what was it, like a teaspoon of cinnamon and oh, try to yeah. swallow it. And then you just watch them just like blow their throat out. Used to enjoy sure. those. Anytime people do dumb stuff and it's like the like the worst side. Like I love like, like my Instagram feed when I do the, like the reels, it's like full of like cooking stuff, golf stuff, and then like people that do dumb stuff. 816, if you don't chew Big Red, man, F you, Ricky Bobby.
2: <laughs> I mean, he's spot on.
1: Yeah. I just, it, it always like, like, I didn't like Red Hots, didn't like Hot Tamales, don't like, I just not a cinnamon guy.
2: Big, Big Red is the only cinnamon flavored thing that I like. Otherwise, I'm, I'm with you. The rest of that stuff's disgusting. Like, I'm
1: pretty sure you've got like 9% serial killer vibes if you like the red popcorn and like the Topsy's Christmas edition. Who ordered,
2: why do they even make that? Who People orders love
1: it. it. They actually have, like, individual bags of, like, cinnamon popcorn.
2: That's something you get for someone you don't really like.
1: That's something that, like, you go to your grandma's house, and they have, like, the glass tray out, and there's, like, Werther's Originals, cough drops, cinnamon candy. Every time.
2: It's fair. That's fair.
1: 913, Dusty, Big Red is trash from Eric. Damn straight. It's not true. Damn, brother, you knew the song Juicy Fruit? You my man now. You have no idea. I've got a lot of culture for someone that grew up in the suburbs of Blue Springs. Like, every time, like, Carrington walks out of the station, I'm singing something. He's like, why do you know that? I was singing Ready for the World the other day. Like, I think it was either Oh, Sheila or uh, Let Me Love You Down. And he was like, you don't even know who sings that. I was like, Ready for the World. and He just, like, stopped in his tracks.
2: I will say, Dusty, I think you might have some minority in you. Okay. Coming from a minority, it's okay. true.
1: Let's go, baby. Like 3%.
2: You got some culture in you.
1: 86% Blue Springs. 13%. Some street cred. I not And then just that, like but. the rest is just, just dumbassery, I guess is what you call it. You're all wrong about cinnamon and everything. Dude, cinnamon's just bad. It's it, terrible. It burns the side of your mouth. I once took a... Uh, uh, like one of those cinnamon edibles, burned, and then I was numb. Kenny Chesney concert, 2014, Arrowhead Stadium.
2: I mean, that sounds just like a, a terrible decision. Sounds like a terrible life decision. Yeah. What 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 would entice you to
1: take that to begin with? Uh, Kenny Chesney, because that's not that's my fair. jam, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, I went with my roommate and his girlfriend at the time. Oh, and you were third wheel, too, huh? And they were like, there's going to be a lot of single ladies out here, and – I had to put like Biofreeze on my neck afterwards cuz I was just whipping through the crowd like I'm telling you man like Kenny Chesney's music is not good to me. Um although I am kind of getting back into country, really like this guy named Bailey Zimmerman. Uh, Morgan Wallen's kind of interesting. Luke Combs, I really want to go to that concert at Arrowhead. I think Luke Combs is awesome. He does a rendition of Fast Car by Tracy Chapman and it's fantastic. Um but yeah, I took one of those to, like numb the pain for the concert cuz I wasn't trying to see like I wasn't trying to hear, like, no shoes, no shirt, no problems. <laughs> that's, You're that's telling me fair. things that I already know, Kenny. I know if I don't have a shirt on, I'm not wearing shoes, I don't have any problems. But, uh, yeah, that concert was 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 different. Um, best gum growing up, though, chewing gum-wise, Big League Chew. You felt like you had a little bit more baseball in you when you put that in on the diamond when you were, like, seven years old. What, what about Fruit Stripe? Uh, the tattoo gum with that's the zebra? Right. Yeah. I didn't mind that. I just blow through a package of that in like five minutes, though. <laughs> that
2: lasted literally five minutes. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. This candle smells like fireball. Us non-alcoholics call that Cinnamon Karen. Okay.
2: 816, eight, Kenny, uh, Kenny Chesney is the uh, cinnamon candy of music. That's Straight up. Spot
1: on. Praise God. Yes, sir. That's for sure. Kenny Chesney, not my thing. And he's, you know, he kind of looks like a lizard. <laughs> He just kind of has that, like, him? he has that, like, lizard mouth. I don't know. But, hey, man, people love his shows. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure he's coming back this year. Uh, just take my word on it that it's a, it's a fun show. Uh, speaking of a fun show, After Hours tonight until 7, about about an hour from now, 7.25. And then Vern will take over for Royals pregame. They're in Arizona tonight. Brad Keller on the mound. They're on the road, so they have a probably, a, you know, they probably got a little bit of a, of a better chance to win. They've been pretty good on the road. Well, they got five wins. Four of them are on the road. Pretty easy math. We don't have that many wins, but hey, big bad big bad Brad on the mound. He's been a he's been a ray of light uh for this team that's been quite dark early on. But again, um Aaron Rodgers news what breaks today on the uh on the on the week of the draft. And are we finally going to get it? Are we finally going to get Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes? Because we thought we had it twice. Mahomes was hurt. Rodgers was hurt. Remember the last time they played, Jordan Love's mom was sitting up in like nosebleed. Damn, the hell would no, nosebleed would have been an upgrade. She was literally on the outside of the stadium looking at. But this feels like probably midseason prime time. Get it within the first four weeks of the season. I know the schedule hasn't been released. I've seen reports that the NFL had already planned on Rodgers being a jet. So they made a lot of schedules. Uh, or a lot of scheduling that has the Jets in some certain games. Uh, this game is a road game, so it can't be the opening night game. I still think that game should be Kansas City, Cincinnati. I know a lot of you are like, no, 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 no. Let's have it be the Dolphins. Nah, let's have it be Cincinnati. Let's get let's get those rings and those banners out in front of the Bengals and in front of Trey Smith, right? Not Trey Smith, Orlando Brown. Make it awkward. I mean, I know it would be awkward if you did it for, um, you know, Tyreek Hill, but that whole ship has sailed. It's been too long, but... Finally, we get Rodgers versus Mahomes. I need this game to be within the first four weeks of the season because I know at that point, both these quarterbacks would be healthy and playing. The rosters would be full. There's no excuses because that's what happens with Patrick Mahomes' career. It's always been, well, so-and-so wasn't playing or, well, he has a stronger left ankle than most, so it's really not a bad ankle. Whatever you want to say it is. He got Tom Brady in the regular season. Never got him in the playoffs, but whatever. He got to beat Tom Brady and unfortunately never got to play against Peyton Manning. But this is one of those targets that Mahomes can take down in his career. Have that on the resume. And it'll be in New York. It's two big name quarterbacks. It's the last two MVPs of the league. In fact, now the last what? Three MVPs of the entire NFL all play in the AFC: Mahomes, Lamar, Rodgers, Mahomes, and we just need this game to happen. What I say for Patrick Mahomes and 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 Aaron Rodgers because nothing would bring me more joy. Because New York fans are nuts, right? They're they're on a different level. I'll play you some audio tonight here in a little bit of the New York Knicks and the. Uh, their fan base who went nuts uh, the other night after they beat Atlanta. But there's people in New York that, that have blinders on. And we played this on Sunday, and, and now, this is, uh, now this is true. This is something that can't happen, but something that won't happen. Like, you can taste it, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can taste
5: it. I can smell <laughs> it. It's all coming together. And I recognize this is not a long-term answer. I'm not going to be a great football team for the next decade. But for the next year, you can write this (laughs) down with any type of apparatus you write with. You can even do it in blood, all right? The New York Jets are now, and do not get this twisted, all due respect to Andy Reid, my main man, and uh, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. This is Uh, not respect. The New York Jets are now... The odds-on favorite what? to win the Super Bowl. They, they, they Booyakasha! They are certainly. Not. They are. They really are. How are they? They there? really are. Booyakasha! That's, that's completely. <laughs> dis- <laughs> that's completely disrespectful to. the not, city. Chiefs. By the way, I played out real quick. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Pretty much the same, right? No. no. Okay. Wide receivers on the Jets versus wide receivers on Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Patrick Mahomes. I got better wide receivers. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Offensive line. Jets, Kansas City. You just lost your left tackle, by the way. Kansas City. Cause New cause York Jets. Because of Patrick Mahomes. Tight ends. I'll give that to Kelsey. Do that oh, that yep, one I'll maybe. give you. Defense. Jets. Kansas City. I'll
6: give that to Jess. I'm You're damn giving. right you will. <laughs> okay,
5: so now I've got a grade A quarterback. Mm-hmm. I've got more depth than anybody other than the Dolphins at a wide receiver and maybe better than the Dolphins. And I'm locked and loaded and ready to win a Super Bowl. Ooh. I'm so excited.
1: I mean, you can be excited all you want. But like anybody else, we know Alex Cole will have the odds for you right away. And if you would like to know those odds, the Kansas City Chiefs right now are still the favorites to win the Super Bowl even after Aaron Rodgers is officially announced a jet at plus 600. In fact, the Jets aren't even the next one, two, three, four teams listed. The Niners are at plus 700. The Bills at plus 850. The Eagles also at plus 850. Everybody's favorite rival, the Cincinnati Bengals, are plus 1,000. Then it's the Jets at plus 1,400. So, Boo kasha! on your stupid-ass prediction that the Jets are the favorite. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, kind of the same. No, they're not. Jets wide receivers, Patrick Mahomes wide receivers, or Chiefs wide receivers. It doesn't matter. You had the number one offense last year, and you were led by Juju Smith-Schuster. You didn't have a 1,000-yard receiver. You can't say these things, but we have receipts. We're here. We'll bring you on the show a little bit later. Maybe I'll team up with Nick Schwartz or something, and we'll get together, and we'll get another guy on the show and play him audio of what they said, and they'll try to deny it, and then they'll hang up on, or we'll hang up on you. Shout out Jason Brown. Called me a fanboy after I called him out for his false takes. Man. I just don't get it, man. The most disrespected quarterback in the history of the NFL. And Aaron Rodgers coming over at the age of 39. Who does have a loaded offense? I mean, he gets the offensive rookie of the year. He's got a good defense to keep the score low. But man, wouldn't it just be awesome if like what happens to the Jets is exactly what happened to the Broncos and it's just like the end? Because we never know with quarterbacks when that arm just eventually gives up. I know Aaron Rodgers still looked good last year, but again, Aaron Rodgers didn't really have a ton of wide receivers either. Christian Watson came onto the scene late. Patrick Mahomes had Juju Smith-Schuster, MBS, a rookie. Half a season of McCall Hardman. And still was better than Aaron Rodgers, and it wasn't even close because he was the MVP of the whole damn league. Boo So, yeah, the Jets plus 1,400, the Chiefs plus 650. I mean, plus 650, and it's literally April? I mean, I can't imagine those odds going any any lower than that. That's just nuts. Aaron Rodgers, of course, makes it all about himself. But that's fine. That's fine. We have receipts. We'll keep receipts. Speaking of quarterbacks, I think the Super Bowl rematch is very, very possible because of two key factors. We'll tell you next here on After Hours on 610 Sports Radio.
3: You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.
1: alco black how you doing strikes again
4: you can tell everybody
1: i used to love this song and i think i outplayed it i used to get like hammered and be on my back patty and be like you know this is my song man are you the man i don't think so is that what you're saying no nah, man i'm on from six to nine at night i'm far from being the man um i didn't know how much gum love we were gonna get
2: I mean when we're talking throwback gum that's a serious discussion. Man.
1: Someone said bubble tape, love that. Yep. Used to love that. I just felt like it lasted uh longer not flavor-wise but just, you know, cuz there was so much of it. it was uh, so rubbery. Yeah. Someone asked about the cinnamon things we were talking about how cinnamon is just terrible in all facets of the. They said cinnamon toast.
2: Does that really count though? That's I what I'm feel like saying. that's that doesn't a different
1: count. cinnamon, right? Kind of it's like mixed with butter and sugar, yeah. tons of sugar. That was what we had uh, when we struggled as a kid. That was breakfast. Like, mama put two pieces of toast in the toaster, pulled that daddy out. Butter, little cinnamon, little sugar, and that was breakfast.
2: We, we talking uh, actual cinnamon toast, or we talking cinnamon toast crunch, the cereal?
1: No, we're talking, like, Wonder or Iron Kid's bread for, like, 89 cents a loaf. Probably shouldn't have been eating it. Toaster. Like the spice cinnamon out of like a little like yellow and red top lid, butter country crock so fake butter. Total breakfast cost you're looking at maybe like two fifty, not so even did, that.
2: Did you do the uh, cinnamon sugar combo? Uh
1: huh. Yeah. Yeah. Cinnamon toast. Um. From the eight one six, my youngest daughter doesn't like mint. Has to have cinnamon toothpaste. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, man. Cinnamon toothpaste—that just feels like fire in your mouth.
2: Yeah, I'm more of a spearmint guy.
1: Yeah, I didn't know toothpaste could go bad either. By the way,
2: it, like it has can? an
1: expiration date. I so had if no you like, idea. if you buy it in bulk, you might want to check it. Someone the nine one three says, "My I never knew my mom was a serial killer, but she does take out the divider in the Topsy's deal, and that's all the popcorn flavors mixed together." So maybe.
4: I mean, that's a uh, serial mix, killer tendency. Yeah, if
1: you're mixing my cheese with my butter with that nasty ass cinnamon popcorn, that's gonna break a tooth. Cannot be friends nor family.
2: I mean, it's okay to mix, but you mix with your own at your own discretion. You don't just go willy nilly and pull it pull mm. the divider out.
1: Nah, no, Um, I don't know if somebody was calling me a jackass from the nine one three or the guy of the audio we played. That's probably me. Uh, somebody says from the nine one three, am I gonna make a move during the draft? Move as in,
2: you've been making moves on that red carpet, maybe. In that suit of yours,
1: I kind of want to see. Like, I might need to do this tomorrow night since Wednesday no show. Thursday I'll be there. Friday I'll be there. Like, if I was gonna take Kay Adams anywhere, I think I would take her to Green Lady Lounge.
2: That's a solid. That's a solid pull. Yeah, you can't go wrong.
1: I think that would be like my move. Like, hey K, how you doing? Big fan. Not creepy.
2: That's that culture in you.
1: Yep. I'm like, hey, man, what would you think about going to this little, you know, jazz bar? Bet you have some fun. From the, what is this? The 903. Dusty, I'm knighting you into the Brotherhood. Your nickname is officially White Chocolate at Michael Lewis from Wichita. I like it. Let's go, babe. Let's go. Oh, man. (sighs) Dusty, you're the man from Lance. Lance, you're the man. Bazooka Joe's getting a lot of love. Not a fan of cinnamon except for the cinnamon popcorn at Topsy's. It's elite serial killer.
2: It's not elite at all.
1: Three things that prove you're a serial killer. Um, You stay up past 3 a.m. consistently. Um, You you come up from behind people and tap them on the shoulder to say hi. You like Topsy's cinnamon uh, popcorn. I I love Topsy's. I love Topsy's. I just... I edit it to my way, modify it to just cheese and butter. I've been told, I know I'm supposed to try it. Never have. You're supposed to take the cheese and the caramel and combo it.
2: I was going to say the caramel is really good too.
1: Yeah. I'll agree. What is your opinion on Jalen Hurts? Like him?
2: Yeah, he's solid. I, yeah, I mean, obviously he played in the Super Bowl last year and carried his team. Yeah. Do I think he is elite just yet? Uh, I need another, another season to... Uh, another season like last season to put him on that tier.
1: So he's not not quite there yet, but he got paid like he did. Top five quarterback in the league?
2: No, not yet. No, I think he's fringe. He's just about there. But again, I I need one more year.
1: You taking Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts.
2: Probably depends on the offense, but I'd probably go Justin Herbert. Mm. Okay. Which he hasn't proven much of anything either. No, but system-wise, I mean, I think he's just a better fit as a standard run-of-the-mill quarterback, as opposed to Jalen Hurts, who relies a lot on his legs, which I'm not the biggest fan of. Just I, I don't know that it's sustainable.
1: See, I like Justin or Jalen Hurts.
2: I, I do. I mean, I really do.
1: The way that it happened and like his story is just—you can tell there's like a future thirty for thirty coming. Loses his job in a national title game in Alabama to Tua Tagovailoa. right? Goes to Oklahoma, gets under the, the guidance of Lincoln Riley, gets into a system that fits him, gets drafted by the Eagles, gets a shot to be the starter, goes to a Super Bowl, and then hits a banger of a quote when he says, when asked about why his contract, if he was worried that his contract wasn't fully guaranteed, he says, and I quote, money is nice, but championships are better. Love it. The Eagles and the Chiefs are the two best teams in the entire NFL. And I think there is a very strong possibility that they play against each other again in the Super Bowl. They both have two elite teams. Now they both lost guys on defense that are that were key departures on their teams. But they both kept basically the core of what that team is, right? They kept their young stars on defense. They signed their quarterback on offense. He's got A.J. Brown like Patrick Mahomes has Travis Kelsey. And they both understand what's the biggest important part. Legacy and championships. Like, I don't think Deshaun Watson gives a rip if he ever wins a Super Bowl. Again, I don't know that to be a fact, but I just don't think that he literally cares. I think Burrow and, and and Allen won a Super Bowl, right? I think they want that. Burrow yet to be paid. Allen has been paid. But when you have a young defensive unit on both sides that you trust, you have quarterbacks that know what the ultimate prize is and that they're not necessarily those guys that are like, you know, because I'm sure Hertz has got a ton of endorsements. If not, they're coming. We know Patrick Mahomes has several that are very, very pricey, that are very nice. For his career. And both of these teams have paid their quarterbacks. Both these teams have drafted well. Both these teams have the top two general managers in the league. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get a nice little Philadelphia Kansas City run. And why not? I mean, Andy Reid, the ties that are there, the Super Bowl last year that was probably one of the greatest Super Bowls we've ever witnessed. Chiefs fans may be a little bit more biased because your team won, but that was a great Super Bowl. Mahomes on one leg. The call at the end of the game, the way the game was and the way the game ended, Chiefs come from behind again. I'm good with it. I'm okay if these teams continue to play against each other in the Super Bowl. We're going to see the rematch this year. When? I don't know. Schedule release will come out soon. But Chiefs and Philadelphia, the two teams that are the blueprint of the NFL, unselfish, extremely talented quarterbacks, built a young, athletic youth in defense. They have top GMs. And they've both paid their quarterbacks. The hard part is over. Finding one guy to lead your franchise for several years and paying that guy for several years to where now, when we all sit back and watch the draft, you don't have to be that nail-biting fan that has to wait and see... God, what quarterback are we going to get now? You don't have to do that. Chiefs Philadelphia, the future of the NFL, and I'm just really okay with that. Nate Taylor was on the drive today. I talked to Nate Taylor when he left the studio, had to pick his brain a little bit. He had a couple of cuts today while he was on Carrington's show, The Drive, with he and Rob Britton. We get to that next here on After Hours.
3: You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views. Oh,
5: yeah. yeah.
3: the real one, baby. I'm
5: telling you. Huh. Up oh, south, side, south south We set this party right. I'm west,
1: side, west side. Back in on After Hours. Only a little bit left. Unfortunately, you only get an hour and a half tonight and an hour and a half tomorrow night. Vern coming up at 7.30. Be sure to listen in and play the pitch clock around 7.45-ish.
2: A little West Coast baseball tonight.
1: Arizona. A uh, little bit of news out of the Royals uh, roster. They have sent Nate Eaton down. Fran Mill Reyes is back up off the injured list. Also MJ Melendez out of the lineup tonight due to back tightness via Annie Rogers of MLB network Royals beat writer. So Vern will have more on that, but MJ Melendez out of the lineup uh, coach Q hoping that he can avoid an IL stint with lower back tightness. You hate to see it, but the way things went with boobich you might just let that man rest and put some, some hot ice uh, on that back, man. So, um, uh, Never know. But again, uh, you are listening to After Hours here on 610 Sports Radio. If you were listening to the drive earlier, you missed it. Uh Nate Taylor was on the drive. Love me some Nate Taylor. Um, speaking of Nate Taylor, tomorrow night, Tuesday, April 25th, starting at 6:30 from the landing in Liberty. Roundtable discussion plus audience Q&A emceed by Nick Schwartz with a panel of Nate Taylor, Mitchell Schwartz, and other special guests. The event is free and open to the public. So while I'm doing this, they'll be doing that. But when they asked Nate Taylor today on the drive
6: if a wide receiver was a need for Kansas City, this is what he had to say. I'm just letting everybody know Veach thinks he's a star. Reed thinks he can do some amazing things with him fully through the program. The day they made the trade, Carrington, we talked and I said, this is a trade for 2023, not or 2024, not realizing that like, oh, they're just gonna win the Super Bowl this year with him. Like I thought this was about 2023 and 2024 because he was under a rookie contract. Okay, fine. But if they think he's a real star, then yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't look at your draft board and say, man, big need at big need a receiver. You know? Like it's a gamble, but it's a calculated one that they're taking, where I just feel like It'd be nice to have another receiver. It'd be nice to have another young guy with Kadarius Toney and Sky Moore and obviously a rookie because, you know, only MVS is guaranteed for this upcoming season. It's 2024 where it gets tricky based on the way his contract is worked out. So, hey, if you want to have a trio of young guys, hey, I I understand it. But I don't think it's a need the way they think about protecting Mahomes or getting after the quarterback with another pass rusher or even potentially, hey, what if there's a really good corner? we can always take more of those, you know? So, man, what if we had another Trent McDuffie next to Trent McDuffie and Lejarius Sneed?
1: You also have Lejarius Sneed in the contract season, so, you know, Veach doesn't pay top corners. And the way Lejarius Sneed has been the last couple years evolved at that position, going from just a slot guy to now a shadow corner, you can imagine he's gonna get some money. But this is for those of you worried that the Chiefs are gonna trade out of the first round at pick 31, move back and get some more credibility in the second round. Nate Taylor disagrees
6: with that move. If Clark Hunt is conscious, they are I would I I don't think they're trading out of the first round. Um I think I think the odds based on their history together, um, them that them having 10 picks in this year's draft, I think I think there's a higher chance of them moving up versus them trading out of the first. Round.
1: And I talked to Nate about that. I was like, do you think there's a chance they move up? He was like, there is. I was like, well, my dream scenario, and I talked about this on Sunday and a little bit on Friday last week, my dream scenario is for the Chiefs to kind of go up and, like, poke the bear. Not in the way Dylan Brooks did. By the way, LeBron going at it again tonight. Can't wait. 9 o'clock. But the Texans seem either they're throwing up a very obvious smokescreen with this year's draft as if they're confused. But my dream scenario move up to 15th, get that pick, trade with the Texans, let them get loaded towards the end of the first and the start of the second, and then you get to go choose which wide receiver you want. If that's where they start falling in the draft, you know the first five picks are pretty much already locked up. So then you just got to get through 10 more picks, and maybe Jackson Nick is, is is already gone, but then you can pick which receiver you want after that. And you can kind of load Mahomes up with, control with Sky Moore, control with Kadarius Toney, control with a w- rookie wide receiver, MVS there still. And he clearly doesn't need a all-pro wide receiver to have the number one offense in the league. But again, Nate Taylor would say also today on the drive that it might not just be a wide receiver, but just indeed somebody that's a
6: great pass catcher. Not necessarily receiver. It sounds nice, but, like, they want they want Kadarius Toney to be the number one receiver. When you, When you, you know... That's part of my job. I ask all these questions. I look at all the answers. I'm like, as I read through these statements, what is the most real substantive thing that has been true from the moment they talked about Kadarius Tony to now is they want him to be the number one receiver. They want to give him the opportunity to do amazing things in the Chiefs' offense based on what he showed in a limited role last year once the trade happened. Um, if that's the case, then you don't necessarily feel the need to like trade up for a receiver. Now, if a good one... Falls to you at 31, okay, you can have that conversation with Andy and with Clark Hunt um, if you're Blett Veach. But I get the sense that, like, pass catcher, um, because if it's from the tight end position, that could be beneficial too because Jody Fortson's on a one-year deal, Blake Bell's on a one-year deal. um, Noah Gray is more of the traditional tight end, while we all know Travis Kelsey is, you know, a hybrid basically between receiver and tight end. But, yeah, like, pass catcher doesn't, it doesn't have to be exclusively for receivers because I think it is such a good tight end class.
1: I do think the perfect recipe is from the Patriots book about 10 years ago when they were running Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski on the insides, and you just had to pick one big body. And one game, it was one guy had eight for 120 and two touchdowns, the other guy had like six for 90 and a touchdown. It was unstoppable, and the way Patrick Mahomes sees the field and really kind of picks apart defenses. I'm not I'm not mad at that either. If you can get yourself a, a futuristic tight end, let them learn under Travis Kelsey, and then when it's time for Kelsey to go be one of the most famous people outside of football that play football, this kid steps in. Sign me up, Daddy. 7 o'clock, we got 25 minutes left. We come back, we rehash what we started the show off with. Plus, I'll play you a little bit of audio of maybe you missed on the Internet. I'm Dusty Likens. It's Julio Sanchez. This is After Hours, and this is 610 Sports Radio.
3: You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. One,
6: two, three, uh,
1: Seems uh, Zay Flowers of Boston College is everybody's favorite to get drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs. Had Ron Cobb Jr. on lead film analyst of Arrowhead Pride last week. His draft comp, those guys do it, said Antonio Brown. Not like personality wise, but uh, you know, body size, potential, explosion. I mean, could you imagine if the Chiefs drafted somebody that turned out to be like similar to Antonio Brown? I guess Tyreek Hill is the closest thing to that. Punt returner, started off, great speed, great route runner, evolved into probably one of the top three wide receivers in the league.
2: But isn't he like, I mean, he's the stereotypical Chiefs wide receiver.
1: Yeah, stout, stocky, quick, good hands, route runner. Just just be in a place where Mahomes can find you, and then you can create everything else you want. Nine one three kind of alludes to that unpopular opinion. I want Zay Flowers. He's five ten. We have a couple of him. I want a tall, thick guy.
2: I agree. That's not. That's uh, not who they typically.
1: Yeah. Bring in. I feel like that's the same line I got a text from when, from one of my exes when she said that's why we're no longer together.
2: Just take a shot at yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got to knock yourself a few times if, true. You wanna, if you want to if you want to knock other people. Thick skin over here. Thick skin. Sorry, it's not working out. I'm tired of these 5'10", 5'11", guys. I need a tall, thick guy. Fair enough. Is that
2: uh, your nickname in high school?
1: No. My nickname in high school was Corey Matthews. I, was a little, I see it. I was a little chubbier. I grew my hair out a little bit more. It was curly. I looked like Boy Meets World. I just never met Topanga.
2: I think thick skin's a little bit more fitting, but...
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do I know? Who knows? I don't know. Um, one thing I do know is that tomorrow night, April 25th, starting at 6.30 p.m. from the landing in Liberty, roundtable discussion plus audience Q&A... Uh, MC'd by Nick Schwartz. Panel of Nate Taylor, Mitchell Schwartz, and other special guests. The event is free and open to the public. Wednesday, the entire 610 crew will be at Jefferson's in North KC. Grab some wings and beers and hang out with 610 Sports Radio while we watch the Royals starting at 2.30 at Jefferson's in North KC. Wednesday, April 26th. During the draft, Jefferson's is your spot. Draw specials, $8 Bud Light pitchers during the entire NFL draft, valid at both locations, North KC and Lenexa. Um, If you wear your team's favorite NFL jersey, you receive a free order of fried pickles, valid at both North Kansas City and Lenexa locations. Also, if you see Nick Price up there, tell him that uh, Dusty Likens sent you and that it's not your show, it's his. And Thursday night, man. I mean, we are damn near there, right? We are what?
2: Are you stoked for that? (sighs) You have no idea. Is this your first red carpet? Mm,
1: I'm trying to think. Kind of. I did the NFL 101 Awards with Binkley, and got to talk to some pretty high up people. Uh, So that kind of numbed me a little bit with uh, with the you know the the whole like seeing people. Saw Al Michaels. That was when Tyree kill. I was after his rookie year. and gosh, who else was there? There was a lot of people. I was there with Jay Binkley, and he was, like, so mesmerized that, like, these people would come up, and I would just ask them questions that, like, he's like, oh, okay, I didn't think that you were actually going to ask that guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be nervous per se because, I mean, I don't know, like, who's going to be there. But, uh, you know, we're just going to rip questions, get the werewolf blood out, and just and start seeing what's going on. Try to find Kay Adams, see if she wants to go to Green Lady Lounge and have a sidecar cocktail. You never know. Keep dreaming. You know,
2: shoot your shot, though. Shoot
1: your shot. You miss 100% of shots you don't take. It's quoted by Michael Scott. Good luck. From the 816, Dusty's funny with that X joke. Well, you think it's a joke. It might be truth. <laughs>
2: All right, simmer down.
1: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Thursday night, Nick, Bink, and Chris are anchoring from the studio, keeping you updated with the draft. You know, Binkley's going to have at least four or five Joe Rogan moments, you know, like in the UFC uh, GIF where he's like, oh, my God. There will be a couple of those from Jay Binkley. Um, Bob and Josh will be live from Union Station. Cody and Gold will be live from the Boulevard Beer Hall Rec Deck. It's open to the public as well. If you're in person, you have to be in person to register. Uh, you have a chance to win a pair of Chiefs tickets. See Dot and Rob on live streams across social media channels. And then as Julio just said, you um, I'll be live at the red carpet. I'll be out there talking to some peeps, bringing Kansas City to the air. Um, But we'll find out. Again, uh, it is Monday of draft week. It is in Kansas City. It is at Union Station. 100-yard stage. The two biggest screens the NFL draft has ever had. There's not a beautiful backdrop that I've ever seen for a draft And I saw today, like the rough draft. I think it might have been like Mackenzie Nelson's tweet. She took it from like up on the Liberty Memorial and like you see the background in daytime. We know we all want that picture in our and our sports cave um, with the with the lit up stage, the background of Kansas City with all the the sweet spots. but of course, uh, leave it to nobody else than uh, than Aaron Rodgers to come in out of nowhere on a Monday. like we all knew he was gonna do. Oh, it's the NFL draft. What are the Houston Texans gonna do it too? Are they going to take the coffee with mayo in it, drinking Will Levis? Are they going to take C.J. Stroud to try to get somebody to move up to maybe take – out of who knows? But one thing we knew, though, was that Aaron Rodgers was going to make it all about him as soon as he possibly could, as soon as draft week started. I mean, Lewis Riddick tweets, we're almost here. The draft is here. NFL Network tweeting. Adam Schefter live on a show, and then this happens. And
3: the quarterback situation in San Francisco –
0: Oh, Laura, we have breaking news right now. Uh, Breaking news. Aaron Rodgers officially is being traded to the New York Jets. And it just came down moments ago in a trade involving six picks. Aaron Rodgers is going to the New York Jets. It's official. It is happening. Finally, after all this time, we've been waiting for this trade to happen. And now it is. And here are the details of the trade that just came down. The Jets are sending Their first-round pick this year, their second-round pick this year. Well, hold on. Big Swagoo, hold on.
4: Their second-round pick next
0: year, it's a conditional pick. They get back. They get back the Packers' first-round pick this year and a fifth-round pick. But the trade is coming down. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a jet. It is official. The two sides are in agreement right now. And essentially, here are the terms of the trade that I can give you exactly as it stands. The Jets, and again, this is in real time, so it's coming in. Aaron Rodgers, pick number 15 in the first round. A 2023 fifth-round pick, number 170. The Packers get pick number 13, a 2023 second-round pick, number 42. The Jets' first-round pick, first pick in the second round a sixth-round pick, number 207, a conditional 2024 second-round pick that becomes a one if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this year. And so the trade that we've been waiting for finally has been agreed to. Aaron Rodgers is being sent to the Jets, and the Jets have a quarterback, and the Packers have extra draft capital and extra draft ammunition.
1: So that was the news that broke today because, of course, and we tried to warn you. When I say we, I say myself. I tried to warn you. You knew that Aaron Rodgers was going to somehow sneak it in there, make it about himself. I get it. They had to go through, you know, they had to go through all these things. They had to figure things out. Get the ink to dry a little bit. And then, of course, coincidentally, Monday – of draft day like they couldn't even let tucker carlson have his day today aaron Rodgers had a had to stomp on him too man loses his job aaron Rodgers, hang on i'm gonna put my my healing crystals down and and tell you all that i'm about to you know go to the jets and it's just so crazy because all we've ever said was that Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre almost living in a simulation of their their careers, right? It's almost like we've done this before. It's deja vu, Groundhog's Day. We need Bill Murray, you know, to record on this. And now Aaron Rodgers joins an AFC league that is loaded with quarterbacks. It's like you'd think everybody would want to get away from Patrick Mahomes, but yet they're coming towards Patrick Mahomes. It's like in uh, Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. You're not supposed to look at it. Close your eyes. Turn away, Miriam. But no, 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 no. You're trying to get people in here. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, kind of, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. And in fact, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, when Brett Favre was the, the starting quarterback and Aaron Rodgers was the young lad trying to get in, Brett Favre, the hell with that. I ain't done. He can wait and he waited and he waited and then he got the job and Brett Favre went to the Jets at the age of 39 after 15 seasons with the Packers and 15 years later at 39 years old, Brett Favre, or I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers, is a member of the New York Jets. Seems like they gave up a ton to get him. Doesn't seem like he's going to play more than one year. And now he gets to take his weird ass to the New York media. And that just seems like we're going to have Denver Broncos 2.0 of last year. I don't know if he's the same guy. He's got a lot of talent around him. Maybe he does what Brady did in Tampa. There's no telling. But it just seems all too similar. And we tried to tell you that Aaron Rodgers was going to do exactly what he did. And he did it on the Monday of the draft. Hate to see it. Coming up next, there's a couple bits of audio that maybe you missed. Quite funny. One is from quite a while ago that fits well for draft week. It involves Mel Kuyper. The other one, New York Knicks fans. By God, are they on a whole nother level.
3: You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.
4: Of
5: the Phoenix huh. ends with beginnings. What keeps the planet thinning? Uh, the force of the beginning. Huh.
3: Love.
1: All right, first shot's been fired. So on K Adams' show up at Adams which I don't know if you know this or not, but I used to do a show on 1660 with Nick Price called Up and Adam. Swear to God. True story. I know. And uh, she had a topic on her show, Gates Barbecue Joe's Barbecue. I thought I was professional with this tweet. I said, I mean, Kay Adams, you tell me where you want to go and I'll I'll pay, and then we can check out Green Lady Lounge. She won't respond, but that was 27 seconds ago.
2: I mean, you shot your shot, so, you know. Yeah. There's still time. She could respond.
1: Maybe we'll see her down at the uh, you know, Union Station event called the NFL Draft. I'll have that whiskey and coffee body lotion on smelling nice. Like, Check it out. I'm not weird. I'm just fun. Oh, yeah? Tell me something that I don't know. They call me the dirty werewolf. And then she'd probably walk away and go get security. Um, with it being the draft, I found this audio quite funny. Maybe it's something you missed or maybe it's something you remember. This is the Colts owner on Mel Kuyper way back in the day.
4: What do you want to cover first? Our players or, uh, that, or that jerk in uh, Baltimore? Well, let me tell you a little bit. I mean, the people in this room, Mel Kuyper lives in Baltimore. And I found all this out about the last three days. He lives in Baltimore. He tried to uh, hang around the practices up there. I think when Teddy was a coach earlier, and this didn't come from Teddy. This came from another guy but he always wanted to work in the NFL. He has no credentials to work in the NFL. He always just hung around. Nobody ever hired him. He's never been hired by anyone. When the Colts moved here, he was very, very upset. So every chance that Mel Kuyper gets to shoot at the Colts in Indianapolis, he's gonna do it. He reaches out to everyone. I got a sister in Burlington Junction, Missouri, that when we took William Perry back in 84 or 85, I talked to her two days later, and she said, why'd you take the fat kid? And I said, you just have to believe me, he was, he was the best available. And he was the best available. But, I mean, Mel Kiper gets to your sister. He gets to your mother. He gets to everybody. My God.
1: Mel Kiper out here pissing people off since 1992. I don't know if you've seen Mel Kiper lately, but, man, he might need to bring it home. I just don't know if he's got the, if he's got the head to do that. Large cranium on that dude. But that uh that Widow's Peak or whatever that is, it is now deteriorated, and now it's just a couple strands.
2: It's got to let it go soon,
1: right? Something, man. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't working well for old Mel. But, hey, you know he's going to be down there, you know, giving out predictions that will probably be wrong. Him and McShay will probably argue with one another how it always goes. But I thought that was fun. He said, he'll get your sister. He'll get your mother. Got to be a different breed to, like, find out people's families and be like, so what's your husband think about drafting a wide receiver in the first round? Sorry, who is this? Uh, Mel. Gibson? No. Oh, thank God. Kuyper. Oh, even worse. Um, NBA playoffs tonight, Kawhi Leonard out. Milwaukee Bucks up 40-38. to 38. Giannis is back. There's about six minutes left in the first half against Miami. Lakers tonight against Memphis. I know none of you care, but I do love it. I want to see the king. Get a ring. But I thought this was electric because I was talking to some people of, or some friends of mine about how it's got to be nice to be a Knicks fan because Knicks fans right now remind me of Royals fans in like 2013, 14, where like you weren't necessarily like one of the elite teams, but you had a shot because your team finally produced talent and finally had a roster that could compete. And when the playoffs start, anything's possible. These were Knicks fans. Uh, after the game against the Atlanta against the Atlanta Hawks yesterday,
0: Cleveland, f- Ohio. Yo, Donovan Mitchell, stop walking on the court. Next time, take the bus, the subway. You don't know, cause you didn't get trained to New York. Oh, Trey Young, Trey. Donovan what you? Mitchell,
5: Jeremy. Yo, Knicks are six. You dig me? You, I, you hear me? You smell me? Two man wild mother. I got Nick fever. I got nicks fever. one question. Yeah, question? Yo, KD, KD, don't you regret that coming yeah. In the words of LeBron James, Cleveland, this is for you. F*** you. Cleveland. F*** Cleveland. Finals. We're going, to the final. We're going to the final! One, two, three, four. It. We're going all the way. We're going all the way.
0: This, this, let's go, next Cleveland. Ohio. Yo, Donovan.
1: Yeah. Knicks fans on a whole nother level right now. Knicks fans got that juice flowing. They got that Julius Randle that we all thought we were going to get in L.A. that came out of Kentucky. Brunson out there. Barrett. They're fun to watch. NBA kind of fun. I know a lot of people hate talking about the NBA. But one thing I do have to talk about before we get out of here is it is Vernon coming up next. The pitch clock around 740-ish. 45-ish, 20 seconds. Get the question right. Win a pair of tickets to a Royals game of the future. Royals in Arizona tonight. But if you, you know, if you want some information, Nate Eaton has been called back to AAA. Fran Mill Reyes off the injured list on the MLB roster. Also, MJ Melendez out tonight with lower back tightness. Matt Q, according to Annie Rogers of MLB Network, said... They're just trying to avoid a stint on the IL. Give them a game off. Not in the lineup tonight. Royals and Arizona. Again, tomorrow, Tuesday, April 25th, starting at 6.30 p.m. from the landing in Liberty. Roundtable discussions plus audience Q&A. Emceed by Nick Schwartz with a panel of Nate Taylor, Mitchell Schwartz, and others. The event is free and open to the public. Then Wednesday, I'm telling you, man, this week's going to fly by. It'll be over before you know it. Get that bio freeze ready. Wednesday, grab some wings and beer and hang out with your boys from 610 Sports Radio while we watch the Royals starting at 2.30 at Jefferson's in North Kansas City. Wednesday, April 26th. During the draft at Jefferson's, it's your spot. Draw specials, $8 Bud Light pitchers um, during the draft. uh, Valid at both locations, North KC and uh, Lenexa locations where your favorite team's NFL Jersey receive a free order of fried pickles valid, both at North Kansas city and Lenexa connections and then, or locations, not connections. You might have a connection. If you love Nick price and you want to talk to him about the red reaction show about how it's not our show. It's yours. Also Thursday night, Nick bank and Chris are covering uh, all the draft in studio. Bob and Josh live from union station, Cody and gold live from the bill Boulevard beer hall, rec deck, Open to the public. Register to win in-person for a pair of cheese tickets. C. Rob live streaming across social medias, and I will be on the red carpet talking to maybe future picks, maybe the Jonas Brothers, who the hell knows, maybe Fallout Boy. And then Pete Sweeney and Nate Taylor will be live at Arrowhead. I'm Dusty Likens. it has been After Hours tonight. Thanks to Julio Sanchez. Thanks to all of you that texted in. Pray for me. We'll see if Kay Adams takes me up on my offer for a barbecue spot and a Green Lady Lounge sidecar, because I can't imagine a better night with a better person than myself, Dusty like. Now go be nice to people out there in this cruel, mean world, and go listen to Vern. The Royals are up next against Arizona. Be good, people, in Kansas City, and stay safe. KC, good night.
3: After Hours with Dusty Lichens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.